The first Aliyah is a difficult one for any parent to read in the Torah. I know myself, I just had a, ba- a brand new baby boy this past week, and I was, given, I was given an honor to have an Aliyah, and the Aliyah I got was this reading from this morning's Torah portion, dealing with a rebellious son. The topic is called Ben Sore Umore. Ben Sore Umore is a, uh, a part of this week's Torah reading that deals with rebellion, or specifically the rebellion of children. Page 1113 in your Eitz Chaim 1113, chapter 21, verse 18. The Kiyelab Ish Ben Sore Umore, Enenu Shomer Bekol Aviv Ekol Imo. Verse 18 says, if, if there will be a child who is rebellious, who doesn't listen to the voice of his mother and voice of his father, the Torah goes on to tell us something very graphic and very disturbing. We are to take that child and bring him to the gates of the city and tell this, the Zikinim, the elders of the city in verse 20, this child is a rebellious, wayward child, doesn't listen to our voice, he is zolel v'soveh. The Talmud says he's a drunkard. He's, uh, he has a way with the things of the senses. Urgamu, in verse 21, shockingly, Urgamu kol iro bavanim v'amet. In one of over 30 places in the Torah, the death penalty is instituted the Talmud says, incredulously, centuries later, how could it be? What has he done that is so bad that he would be deserving of this punishment? The Talmud says, Danin oso li'asid, that we have an instance where we, we know where he will be in the end of things. His beginnings don't bode well for his end, and so better nip it in the bud. Now, like many of us here, this is a very graphic and difficult piece to read. The Talmud, in a very powerful way, says, Ben Sora umore lo haya velo yiye, lo nivra velo kayam. The Talmud says that a rebellious son never was, never is, and never will be. The Talmud says, in a very powerful rereading of these verses, in a very, I would say, a very stretched reading of these verses, the Talmud uses its human capacity for ethical intuition to say there must be something in this reading that is being left for us to finish. There must be something in this reading that must have struck a chord at some point in time, but at this point it no longer is ethical, it no longer is moral. The, the Talmud basically essentially reads this parsha out of the Torah. It says it can't be. I'll give you one example. You want to hear one example of how it reads this? The Torah says, he doesn't listen to his mother's voice, his father's voice, and then his mother's voice. So the Talmud says, why does it say the word voice twice? It could have said the voice of his mother and father. The Talmud says it comes to teach us that the only kind of rebellious child there could be, the only way there could be is if he fulfilled one qualification, that his mother's voice and his father's voice were exactly the same pitch, timber, sound, It goes on to list all of these things. In other words, the Talmud does an exegetical move and it rereads the Torah to make it irrelevant. 
So then the rabbis say, well, what's the point of having this part of the Torah in the Torah then? They could have done without it. These are the rabbis talking, not me. They say, drush v'kabel schar. That there's a way to read this, they say, to read this in a way that if you read it, it can speak to your own life. And that's instructive for us this morning. Ben Sorero More is every one of us and inside each and every one of us. There is a part of us that refuses to listen to our father's voice and our mother's voice. They refuses to listen to the voices of authority in various moments. There are voices within us that are yearning to be heard, but that are called the rebel and are taken out to the gate and stoned. There's a voice in us of intuition that knows exactly the right moment to say no. There's a voice in us that says, that which you gave me isn't true. That which you bequeathed me, the inheritance that you've given me isn't true. And there's also a voice on the other side that says, you're just being a rebel. You're a rebel without a cause. <laughs> or as I call myself, a rabbi with a cause. A rebel without a cause means that there are moments when we're saying no davka. When we have a sense of resistance that, are, that arises for no apparent reason. And in that moment, it would be wise for us to ask the question, is my resistance coming from a place of power or from a place of reactivity? And both of those exist within us. The rebel with a cause and the rebel without a cause. And so this aliyah, this aliyah is a kavanah. A kavanah intention to elevate both of those voices to a place of clarity. To know in any given moment, is my voice the voice of no because or no because? So please come forward for the first aliyah. May each of us lift up these two voices and get some clarity between each of them. And may God bless us with the kind of avanim. The Torah, the, the Kabbalists say that avanim, stones, are the building blocks of creation, meaning the alphabet, letters, communication, words. May we throw words at our rebel, throw words of, of clarification, words of inquiry, words of, of, of acceptance and of... Um, and of maturity. And may we, each of us know the moment that is required for us to be the rebel with the cause or the rebel that is now releasing the resistance. And let us all say, Amen. Amen.